Welcome back to another KPI Cafe. It's just me for today's episode, in large part because this content is really quite personal. I help found reunion marketing, and my role, based on my strengths, was to take on our content right. Because the origins of reunion were the notion that dealers deserve better. And especially at that time, so many dealers had so much generic and stock content, duplicate content even. And Dave, our founder, wanted to change that. And he knew that with my background working with him at the dealership and in my time spent at an agency outside of automotive retail, honing the craft of copywriting, he thought I'd be the, I'd the ideal candidate to lead this department, which was a department for about, which was a department of, of one for about the first year reunion, reunion's existence. Well, I can't talk today. He felt that my strengths and my background and, and my, my, I don't want to say expertise, but building my, honing my chops, right, in this particular skill set would be unique in automotive retail because so many agencies were outsourcing all the content, not having any sort of in-house editors, just doing all these things that, that was creating really low quality content. So that's sort of the crux behind the notion of today's show. You know, back then at the, at the founding of reunion, I spent a year creating templates, writing the content, editing my own content days later. So going back and editing even what I wrote and publishing it, I was accustomed to doing things exactly as I saw fit. So, you know, fast forward about another year. And now I'm in charge of an editor and four writers. We are efficient. They are following the templates. They're following the guidelines I created. In my mind, things are great. What I didn't know at the time was that I had been stifling the team's growth and creativity. I had been the obstacle they couldn't overcome because in my head, I was the boss and I knew best. I mean, I created the department after all, right? And if we hit a speed bump, I could fix the problem the fastest and I could do it the best. So I want to back up on this and just kind of underscore this again. They were following my templates and my guidelines. They were doing things as I had wanted them to. I could do it best. I could fix it. What pronoun there is missing? We, us. Hour, but it wasn't until I read a book called Traction that I realized this. And there was a part of it that really stuck out to me. And it really hit to the core of my not great leadership in the beginning of reunion. I got to be honest with myself. And it's called letting go of the vine. I had to let go of the idea that it was my department because it was now our department. I needed to let go of different things that I was doing because I was the boss. I was the department. I needed to let go of different tasks and responsibilities. I needed to give them the opportunity to take the ball and run with it. Now, I was able to do that. And when I did that, we started innovating on templates. We began working smarter and not harder. We updated our guidelines, had new processes for quality assurance, and improved the way we used Asana. 
if you're not sure what Asana is, it's a software platform for workflows. You know, we had new tags in Asana to identify where in the process a piece of content was and to whom it belonged and to where it was going. I had thought things were going great. But when I let go of the vine, when I let go of controlling the process of Asana, when I let go of I was the one that would update the templates, when I let go of the processes of the, of, of the writing process through from, from conception to draft to publication, when I let go of that, the team could flourish. And I could focus on, okay, what are new pieces of content, new types of content we can create for our partners. I was freed up to do the thing that, that I was really hired to do, to lead on content. It was because I followed the path of letting go of the vine. And it's not difficult. And we're going to talk about, we're going to do a high overview of how to do it. <clears throat> and this is for any entrepreneur or someone new to management. And it's for automotive retail. Yes, even though I've never worked as a GM or dealer principal, I promise this can still work. I mean, you guys have so much going on at the dealership, wear so many hats, and all those people on your and of all those people on your team, there are varying degrees of strength for just about every task on your plate. So understand first that this comes from the book Traction. By reading it, of course, you're going to have you know an even more thorough understanding than today. But I just want to put this in your head. I just want to give you this little nugget, this little piece that's going to get you thinking. I want to give you. I want to impart knowledge that, that I wish I had uh, sooner than later from this book. So first, write down all of your daily activities, all of your tasks. That includes both, both business-related and people-related. Okay, so everything you do throughout your daily work, you want to write that, list that out. Now, you'll create a quadrant. Now, I don't, of course, I don't think you already listed everything out, but if you want to, go ahead and pause the podcast and go ahead and do that. Uh, and when you're ready, unpause it and now do this. Create a quadrant with the following four labels. So you go left to right in a top row and left to right in a bottom row. So top left will be love to do and great at doing. Top right would be like to do and good at doing. Bottom left would be don't like to do but good at doing. Bottom right is don't like to do and not good at doing. So again, if you need to pause, pause it, write that all out. Okay. Now start plugging in all of those activities into those quadrants. So, you know, as you, as you cross one out and write it into one of the quadrants, you know, cross another one out as you write it into a quadrant, get them all, get all those tasks you listed out into those quadrants. Now, most of this activity should be in that top row. If not, then you, you have to ask yourself some tough questions, to be honest. Because most things that you do at your job, I would hope that you love to do and great at doing or like to do or good at doing. If you don't like most of what you're doing, that, that's an issue to, to, to work out. But I'm going to assume you, you, for the most part, you love and like what you're doing and you're great or good at doing it. This is where letting go of the vine happens. You're going to have to let go of some things. For example, I don't 
like to create content writing templates, but I was good at creating them. So I delegated that. I let go of that vine. So look at all your tasks that are in that second row. Don't like to do, but good at doing, and don't like to do and not good at doing. You're going to delegate these, but you're not just going to wantonly assign new tasks to people. You want these tasks to empower people, to elevate them. And so when I stopped creating the templates, I let that go. I, I let that vine go to one of the members of the content team who liked templates, who liked creating templates, who liked working within templates, who was excited to update the template. She was interested in making the work better, smarter, not harder, and she did it. So in this whole process, there's a thing called GWC, and we still use that reunion. Do you get it, G? Do you want it, W? Do you have the capacity to do it, C? So for, for when you delegate these tasks, you, know, you need to make sure they get it, that they understand what the task requires. You need to make sure they want it. Do they have a genuine desire or want to complete the task? Not that you're the boss, you're trying to coerce them into it. Okay, you're not trying to strong arm your people to do things you don't like. You're trying to find people who have the, the, the critical thinking or problem solving for it, that have the want and desire and self-discipline to do it. And you need to make sure they have the capacity to do it. Are they able, without overloading themselves, and it being within their skill set to do? So do they have the capacity? And as you identify these people to take on these tasks, you're going to free up your time to do what you are best at doing, doing while empowering your team. Now, that's just one aspect of leadership. There's so much more to being a good leader, but letting go of the vine is a vital step to great leadership and not just simply be a boss. For that first year, I had simply been a boss. I have to admit, there were tensions and feelings that I couldn't see. Things that I, I wish I had known so I weren't just a boss. I could have been a, been a leader in that first year. That's why I said I, I wish I would have known principles of traction at the beginning and not you know, into my first year, two years of, of trying to lead a team, trying to, be a, uh, trying to manage a team, trying to be a leader at reunion. You know, I could have been so much better to this team had I understood this principle. You know, I could have been better to them from the very start. I could have empowered them sooner. But you know what the thing is? I'm a better person for having learned these lessons. I'm going to be a better leader for, for understanding this and, and understanding how to apply it. You will be a better leader for letting go of the vine and understanding the importance of this principle. Because today's show wasn't about trying to show I'm perfect and I'm some sort of leadership quote-unquote expert but that we are all learning and growing and applying new thoughts and concepts along the way that, that, that there's value of things I have learned that you can take and vice versa. If you're listening to this episode, and you want to give feedback, email me, Dane, D-A-N-E at reunionmarketing.com. Reach out. Let's have a conversation. Let me have you on as a guest to talk about your leadership, talk about some sort of aspect you've learned along the way that other people could benefit from. So that's why I want to impart to you. Take today to apply the basic principle of letting go of the vine to improve with the lives of you and your staff. 
And there are so many other great things you can learn from the book Traction. So I do implore you to get it and find the ways to fit it into your operations. I mean, I'm still finding ways to let go of the vine even in this role. The one I transitioned to as brand manager. You know, our content team transitioned to becoming the SEO team. We evolved. And so, like I said, this works for everyone. Even in this new role, even in this new role, I'm, I can still find ways to let go of the vine. So that way, the people I'm working with now, the new people, that the, the other members of reunion that I didn't work with before when I was the director of content, in this role, I'm working with a whole new set of people because I have a whole new set of responsibilities for reunion. And I, I, I know that our SEO director has, has done a great job of letting go of the vine and empowering the, the team as they, as they became this brand new team because we evolved with understanding what reunion needed to do. You know, we're a small business too, just like dealerships. And we need to adapt. We need to be agile. And when we spot something that we need to change, we, we need to change it. And then you got to help everyone find the right seat. So that's, it's, yeah, call, it's called finding the right seat in traction. But that's for another KPI cafe, perhaps. But again, that's another aspect of, of being a good leader, knowing the right seat for all of your people. But, you know, that's it for me today. And really, it's for the se- this season of the KPI Cafe. We'll be back after Christmas. So I hope that you stay healthy and happy in the coming weeks. And uh, please also don't forget to subscribe. Um, but I hope today gave you some perspective on one aspect of leadership that you might not have been applying. You know, really sit down and think about what are all the, the activities that you were doing and can you let go of that vine and empower someone on your team to do it. Again, it doesn't have to be everything all at once, but identify some of the, the biggest pieces, the biggest things, the most empowering pieces that you can let go to delegate to your team. And again, it doesn't necessarily have to even be just to one person. Maybe there's two people who maybe they, maybe they have the, the, they get it and they want it, but they don't have the capacity doing it alone. So you, you have them both do it, share that capacity. And maybe that, then they could. So really sit down, do the quadrant, come up with those tasks, apply, get it, want it, capacity to do it. And I promise you, as you head into 2021, you're going to have a better start to your year. And you're going to have a better year because you're going to be inundated with fewer things that you don't like to do, you're not good at doing, focusing on the things you're great at doing and love doing, and your team's going to be doing the same. And they're going to be bought into the process. They're going to be bought into the updates because they're the ones leading that for your team. So again, this is the KPI Cafe, and I am your host, humbled host, Dane Seville, and I am signing off. I will see you after the holidays.